worse than what it was when we started out. Well, Adrian, I want to play a little devil's advocate because a lot of hairdressers now are requesting that their customers come with their hair already washed. If there are licensed cosmetologists and they're requesting that you come to get your hair done already washed, it's illegal. Hmm. That is illegal. Welcome to season five of the Be Your Own Kind podcast, where we interview individuals that are basking in the lane they have created. To keep up with all things BYOK, visit our website at beyourownkind.com. While there, stop by the BYOK shop to grab our merch to add daily inspiration to your life. BYOK has also created a Facebook group that offers giveaways, business advice, and lots of laughs, and most importantly, sisterhood. Have time for a chat or to just get acquainted with your girl? Go to our site and click under Bookings to set up a 30-minute coffee chat. Be sure to tune into the BYLK 2 Sis Live every Wednesday at 9.20 Central Standard Time on the BYLK Platform YouTube channel, or you can listen to us on Fluent Radio at www.fluentradio.com. Last but not least, if you love our content, please, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and share our episodes. Or if you feel so inclined, send a donation to our PayPal at paypal.me backslash BYOK24. Thank you for rocking with us each season and enjoy the episode. Hi, Adrian. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. How's your day going so far? So far, so good. It's been busy, but that's expected of this life. You, you, you just keep running, you know. You just keep doing what you got to do and make it through the day. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Stop for what, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you know we, we don't think about it, but we have to schedule our rest time just like we schedule everything else. We have to put that as part of our life. This is what we're doing. And if this is what we're doing, when do you plan to rest? Right. You know, and and that it it takes such a toll on your nervous system, on everything that happens with the body. Um, it's is a lot of it is depicted upon your diet and your rest, you know, your rest routine. And way too many times we're not resting. And uh, you know, when the body when the body's unrested, it 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 throws off all these different other chemical mixes in the body fight or flight and and all of that and we end up with issues so i'm a i'm a big advocate for get your rest i love that and you know the funny thing about that is the body tell you it's tired you know oh yeah pains and you're nodding and like the body will say yo i'm tired i'm tired and we keep pushing 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 past and we Mm-hmm. We override we we override our body because the mind is stronger than the body. Mm-hmm. Thank God for that. Because if we're in a bad situation, at least we know our bodies, our mind will push our bodies past our what we thought was our breaking point. Mm-hmm. And so it, it is it's necessary at times, but it should not be a lifestyle. And at this point, it's become a lifestyle for a lot of us. And with me being in the industry of hair, I see the effects that it has on people, um, their stress levels. You know, they they have uh, alopecia areata. They have um, thinning hair because the body is using all the nutrients just to survive. And, you know, even when even when we are um, tired, we do stress eating. And most of the time, stress eating is quick food, no nutrition, just something to keep us going. And that that along with the stress or, or the, the lack of rest, that sends us in a whole nother direction. And we wonder yeah. how do we keep ending up with these situations? But, you know, um, I was listening to a, a I was listening to a doctor and they were talking about um the buildup of fluids in the body, you know, and we don't realize it for a lot of people, they don't realize like our scalps, it also has a, a place where fluids build up in our scalp. Anything that goes in the body comes out in the hair. And the sad part about it is most people don't really realize that what happens is 
whatever is going on in your body, your hair is going to get the chemical makeup of it. And so if you're stressed, if you're stressed, you're actually your, your hair follicles, they close down. The hair grows out of a bulba. And the more stress you have, the tighter your scalp becomes. And people don't understand the relevance of, of why your hair gets thin or falls out because that bulba is the hair is only going to come through there if there's some space because hair when it's growing it's soft it doesn't harden until it hits the air mm -hmm. so as it comes out if you're stressed and your scalp is tight the thinner your hair will become and I think that's something um, that's that's why we're meeting today so that you can or you're interviewing today so we can get into hair one on one and things that we don't really know. And, and like maybe to squash some of the myths about hair. But before we get into that, can you introduce yourself <laughs> to the audience? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> My name is Adrian. I have been in cosmetology now for 30 years. I have seen all the trends um, from the Nita, the Nita Baker haircut all the way through uh, the, the pinups and the, the rolls and the hairspray. And now uh, everybody's going into what they call protective styling. So out of, out of my 30 years of being in the business, I've studied trichology. I've studied cosmetology and a lot of people think that as a cosmetologist, all we study is how to style hair. But we actually have to study anatomy, chemistry, diseases, um, all the all and, and all the different makes makeups of of the body, you know. And so a lot of people just look at us and think, oh, you just know how to do hair. That's that's we we literally um at some point sometimes actually have to work hand in hand with doctors just to find just to keep a client from becoming completely bald so we um you know like i said we study in depthly and we never stop studying so with us we have the same the same practices that you have for nurses doctors we have to have continuous education hours we have to do this we have to, in order to become re-licensed re and to renew our license, we have to keep studying. We have to be, because hair trends have changed so dramatically over the years that um, a lot of people, if they haven't caught, kept up, because the interesting thing about that was up until two years ago, if you had had your license for 25 years, you didn't have to take continuous education hours. And they found that a lot of the, the techniques that a lot of the older um, cosmetologists were using were outdated. Mm. And because the chemistry of everything has changed. You know, I tell people when I first started doing hair, they didn't have black pe color for uh, people of color. The, the, even the hair color has changed. And even that's changed even some more. The, the technical um, chemistry of all of the different products that we use has changed. Back in the day, um, they had lye relaxers and that was all they had. And, and they really did, they were they were very powerful um, relaxers and they learned how to put buffers in them. They learned how to do timing. They learned how to do um, all the experimentations that it takes to find out what makes this thing work for you or against you. And so, um, in that that made us really have to keep up you know with the dynamics of everything that changed in the industry and you know one of the biggest things i like to try to warn people about is um everything that feels good ain't good mm -hmm. we have this thing where like we know as professionals anything that has silicon in it um they push it because they're, they're not going to push it to us. They're going to push it to the general public. And I try to warn people about silicon. Silicon was the, the um, ingredient that they used to use in breast implants. Mm -hmm. And people don't realize when you take a product and it says it has silicon in it. Yes, when you take, when you use it, the hair feels really, really good. Because silicon molecules actually go into the hair shaft. They fill it up. They silk it out. 
But what you don't know is it's the same thing that happened with the breast implants. Once it dries, the cuticle is exploded. It can't go back into shape. And now you have more damaged hair than you had before. And so once it dries, it hardens, then it cracks. And so the more you use it, you actually get a buildup. The end result of that is you're still going to end up losing your hair. You know, so and what, that's why what I, product is that found in? I'm sorry, what product is that found in the silicone? You you can find silicon in a lot of the um, shampoos, a lot mm -hmm. of the conditioners, a lot of the products that they're pushing like on um, media platforms. You can find them. So when you see a product on, they have to list it. But most of the time, if it has silicon, it's on the front of the product. And so you have to really look at what it is that you're putting on your hair. You know, another thing, they had this one moisturizer everybody was using. And they were like, well, it makes my hair feel soft when I use it, but I can't keep my hair under control. So I keep using more and more. And, and I started teaching people this. When you buy any hair product, look at the ingredients. If one of the first four ingredients in that product says alcohol, leave that on the shelf that's not something you because yes it's going to soften it's going to feel good for a moment but the end result is you're going to have hair that's dry it's chemically burned you may as well use a relaxer for it's for even some of the the um the products they call moisturizers and so it's it's very important that we start really paying attention to the products that we use and then pay attention to how we use them. You know, I've, I've started a lot of my clients on a regimen and I tell them, when you put your first shampoo on, leave it on for five minutes. Most people, the whole shampooing process for them, they rush through it really fast and it didn't give the product a chance to work. So they still end up with residue on their scalp, residue in the, on their hair that actually makes their hair less manageable, um, and then you end up blow drying or, or drying the, the dirt and, and the product into the hair. So you're supposed so, to lather it within the five minutes or just let it sit? Because you know, most people let conditioner sit in their hair, but I haven't heard of shampoo just, you know, just letting if, it sit if, in your hair. If you want your hair to be really clean, you need that shampoo to sit in there for five minutes. That first shampoo should sit in there for five minutes. It's going to pull all the dirt, all the debris, everything out of the scalp, everything out of the hair. See, hair people don't understand the chemical makeup of shampoo. Shampoo has a head and a tail. The, the head goes in and it grabs and the tail pulls. And so if you don't give it the full amount of time to work its total process, you actually end up doing more harm to your hair than good. And, and that leads me also to to the the. Um, the conditioning phase of our hair when we condition our hair sometimes we can leave we can use the wrong kind of conditioner it's too heavy um, it has too much oil base in it and then the hair becomes heavy and and drab and people don't realize that all the different kinds of shampoos that we have available to us you know you have the daily shampoo you have the conditioning shampoo you have the um you have the uh, stripping shampoos, the deep cleansers, they call them deep cleansers or clarifiers. And you gotta know when to use these products, how to use these products, because if you don't, for a person that has um, really thin hair or, or somebody who already has dry hair, they should never have a, they should never have a clarifier. They should never ever, a clarifier should never be used on that kind of hair. The reason being is because it's gonna strip. Right. So I think part of the problem is people don't know, including myself, what type of hair they have. Like they don't know if it's dry, if it's whatever. Like what, first of all, what are the different types of hair um, textures or categories? You know, okay. So everybody wants to go into all of this 4C, 3C stuff. <laughs> We're going to keep it basic. You either have a flat cell hair, a round cell hair, or oval, 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 oval cell hair. What's Those the are the three, the, the difference. The flat cell is mostly found in Caucasian hair 
were people with soft hair. Okay. The round cell is usually found in people who have um, kinky or curly hair. The oval shape is like the mix of, um, you know, people who have like a deep curl. And people really want to focus on all of these four C's and all of this. And, and that's fine. But what you really want to understand is what kind of hair do I have? Do I have porous hair, non-porous hair? Do I have resistant hair? Because those are the things that's really going to make a difference. Because you can have 4C hair, but you still got to know, is your hair dry? What's going to make a difference? What do I need to find out about my hair to make me make my hair balanced? Because once your hair becomes balanced, as far as, you know, from, from, the, from one spectrum, of, we have the acid and the alkaline spectrum. We always want to be more closer to the alkaline side of it versus the acid side. And so if we're if we're if we're too far into the acid side, we need to at least get to the midpoint where we're at ground zero and then start moving backwards. So how do we find that out? Like, how do we figure that alkaline and like how can how can a person even know? what type of hair they have or know that they need to be at ground zero okay so if your hair is dry and unruly you already know you're too far into the acid side okay. if your hair is dry and you have to use mega mega products most people you shouldn't have to use a lot of products to see the actual um balance of your hair it, it, you should be able to wet your hair and see what you're working with. If you can put some water on your hair and your hair curls up, you don't have any product. Your hair just curls. Your hair nine times out of ten is in a good balanced place. If you put water on your hair and it beads off, that's a complete indicator that your cuticles are completely shut down. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. And so water should not bead off the hair water should actually be able to absorb so if you just take your hair and spray it hold it up spray it and if the water runs off of your hair instead of collecting mm -hmm. you already know you're you're imbalanced and see those are the types of things that it's i guess one of the things that that i i find it, that's really bad is that people go so far in the opposite direction it's like it's overkill and the, and see that overkill comes because we have one of the things that they found out was that um black people in the, use a lot of products on their hair and so it's a, a 40 i think 41 billion dollar industry per year and so when you start talking about billions of dollars that people are are using um, just for hair products, just for hair hair care and, and things like that. Everybody wants to get a, in, in on that. Everybody wants to um, exploit it. And so most of the most of the large manufacturers of hair care products, they're not us. The few companies that we had, Carson's and different things like that, they sold out. And so like a lot of stuff that we have, you know, we have to be very careful. We have to be very, very careful about what we put on. Learn how to use, how to, how to read your ingredients. Learn how to read your hair. And sometimes it would be, it. I tell people, if you don't do anything else, go to a professional and let them wash and blow dry your hair. Most people only charge $25 or $30 for that. At least by the time you go through that process, you will have an idea of what works for your hair and what doesn't. And that's where people make their mistakes. They'll go and every time a commercial comes on, oh, I look like I can use that for my hair. I think I can get that. And so we end up with cabinets full of products that we tried on our hair and either it didn't work and do what it said it was going to do or it made our hair worse than what it was when we started out. Well, Adrian, I want to play a little devil's advocate because a lot of hairdressers now are requesting that their customers come with their hair already washed. If they are licensed cosmetologists and they're requesting that you come to get your hair done, 
already washed, it's illegal. Hmm. That is illegal. We are supposed to service you from beginning to end. How can I properly diagnose your hair and your hair needs if I can't wash your hair? The, the whole diagnostic process of diagnosing somebody's hair happens at the shampoo bowl. Hmm. We start out, we do our first, we do our first consult. The first part of our consultation is in the chair. We open your hair up, make sure that there are no scarring. There's no bleeding in your scalp. See if you have dry scalp. See if you have dandruff. People don't know the difference between dry scalp and dandruff. See what issues you're dealing with. So if I, if I ask you to come into my salon and your hair is already washed, how is it possible that I could do a proper diagnostic on your hair? Hmm. That's part of why you go to a professional so they can do a diagnostic. That's what, that's what we're trained for, to diagnose what's going on with your hair. And I've had situations where I literally opened up people's hair, their, their hair and told them, go to the emergency room. Yes, I had, I've had, in 30 years, I've seen everything. Um, I had a client back in the day when they used to wear the, the French rolls. I had a client had, had had the French roll in with the hairspray and she was literally using an ink pen to scratch her scalp while she was at work. She ended up with ink poisoning to the degree where by the time I opened her hair up, it was white flesh. All the nerves and everything were eaten out of her. She couldn't feel it no more. After a while, she just stopped scratching because you, you literally, it's dead. You have ink poisoning. You poisoned your skin, scratching your head with an ink pen. I had another client who had, again, bobby pins laying on the scalp. You take the bobby pin off and you literally pull their scalp up with it. So when I say I've seen all kinds of issues that people have had with their hair that literally the one lady that that had the the uh ink poisoning they told her if she hadn't come to the hospital when she came she would have she wouldn't have made it through the week she literally was going to she was had blood poisoning by then yes she had poisoned her bloodstream and so that happens too when people have pinups and they have those bobby pins you could actually get a metal contact and literally poison your skin with that open flesh under that bobby pin so when I say that there is a lot that we need to know mm -hmm. about hair and about how to take care of our hair and, and, and all of the different ploys and plots that are used um, for us. You know, I am a person who I'm an advocate for um, protective styles. But I, I'm also an advocate to if you're going to tell somebody to go into a protective style, tell them how to do it. Hmm. Tell them how to go in, you know, come out of that, give your hair a rest, um, give your scalp a rest. Because see, the other part that people don't understand about their hair is everybody's head is only has the ability to carry so much weight. When you start, when you start carrying long, heavy hair and it's not positioned properly, it's just like somebody just taking a piece of your hair and continuously pulling it like this all day long. After a while, you don't feel it anymore. But when you get ready to take it down, you you got a sink full of hair mm -hmm. because the nat you got the natural shedding plus you got this extra weight. So over time, these people's hair gets thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner. So protective styles are supposed to be alternating okay. because these. When you, when you braid hair, cuticles stand up like this. This is how cuticles stand up. When you braid hair, especially if the hair gets wet, it, it, your cuticles close up like this. And then they stack on top of each other. So this is how we get to a place where we have dry hair. They're literally closed up and stacked up on, on top of each in the braid situation. So the cuticle never opens back up. So for somebody who's constantly wearing braids, say six months to a year, by the time that person comes out, that's how they have that gray cast because nothing has come into the hair shaft 
and nothing has gone out of it. They've washed over it, but they've not washed the hair. So that's when you, you go into your deep penetrations. That's when you go into your, um, your when you shampoo, you're shampooing with, you know, that five minutes. Right. That's going to, with that cap on, that's going to give you the opportunity for that hair, the cuticles to start opening back up. Right. I just recently had a, a client who came back from college. And I think this is very important because you need to know the water. And this is this is how you if you if you're in a way at college and you look at the faucets and they have a, a buildup of minerals, then those minerals are going on your hair. So when she first came in, she wanted and it coats and, and we have products that will take it out. But um, but it coats. And so when she came in, she said, you know, I want my hair colored. So I went in and I did a test strand and I told her, I said, you can't get your hair colored. I said, we got to do treatments before you can get your hair colored. I said, you see this gray cast on your hair? I said, these are hard, hard. This is from hard water buildup. This is the salt and the sulfur and all the different things that are in, inside of the water. And, uh, I, and I let her know, I said, you know, before we can do anything else, we got to get this off of your hair, you know, and that's uh, something that a lot of our students when they go away to like these small towns or go to colleges, they need to really understand because you're talking about four years, two to four years in these harsh circumstances. Right, right. And at that age, your your body is, is still developing. And a lot of times people develop hair problems while they're in college. Hmm. And it's not because they are stressed out. It's because of the water, the, the the content of the water that they're using. And so that's so important when we start teaching people about, okay, so now you got some hard water. You're in a situation where you got hard water. What do I do? You know, what do I do to get these metals out of my hair? And a lot of times it can be simple stuff like um, getting, your, getting yourself some aloe vera, you know, aloe vera gel. And getting yourself some uh, lemon juice and mixing that together and pulling that out. And, you know, some people, they don't know about it. But, you know, I'm a big advocate for uh, like neem. Neem pulls the toxins out of the body. So you can use it on your hair and you make just mix it up with your shampoo. Just get you some neem, mix it with your shampoo. It will make all the difference in the world, you know, as far as how you can really make a difference in what your hair is going to do and what it's not going to do. Um, and even sometimes when, when they're in those situations, one of the other things that I tell them to do, make sure you get some coconut oil or some olive oil or something so that you will have a protective layer between yourself and that hard water. And so it's the simple things that, that uh, we can do for ourselves that you know, can change a lot of things. Right, right. Now, I know on our um, last week when we were doing like a precursor for our interview, you spoke of these, what do we want to call them, hair regimens on YouTube. And I wanted you to share with the audience what you told me about those. So I saw this one hair regimen that they were putting on YouTube. And um, they were telling people to get the apple cider vinegar and and uh, um, baking soda and mix that together. And so I said, now I know like I use, I use baking soda for cancer patients, but if you have an underlying fungus in your hair, what they don't tell you is that mixture literally draws every, it's a puller, it pulls. Mm -hmm. And so to use both of them at the same time, you literally could end up with the fungus surfacing on your scalp mm -hmm. and literally, literally taking your hair out. And people do not, I'm, I'm talking about clean down to, because you got a fungus there that right. you actually, right. instead of dealing with it, they don't tell you like, okay, once you use this product, you got to go back in and wash your hair again and i'm not talking about i'm talking about literally get yourself like a, a, a and i'm a big advocate for a vino um shampoo i'm a big advocate for that because it's mild um and it cleanses well 
and and I'm a big advocate for people who will make their own shampoo also. But if you leave that on your hair, we use that as a detoxer mm-hmm. to pull things out of but you have to go behind it and do the right thing or you literally could end up and you're not going to know that you have a fungus until you make the wrong move. Mm. And literally you will end up with a bald spot. It'll I mean the first thing will happen is that the, the 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 virus will come up to the scalp and then you'll start feeling pustules because now you've pulled this thing up and and either it'll crust over and it'll get hard but once you get to that stage the damage is done you pretty much know that your hair is going to fall out and so a lot of people are going through these things doing these detoxing detoxing and not really realizing how do you follow this up what do i do now that i've pulled all of this stuff out of my scalp what do i do to replenish my scalp what do i put on here and see that's where they miss the mark they they're not professionals they they don't know anything about chemistry so they'll tell you these things and what may work for one person may be deadly for another oh my and, oh my so yeah. what about rice water like i i've seen a lot of youtube videos about rice water um helping like um grow your hair to you know to a long length and how it's been used by our ancestors and things of that sort what is your what are your thoughts or your expertise on that and see that's really real but here's the trick to that what kind of rice you using because if you're using bleached and processed rice that has gone through a process where it has absolutely no nutritional value at all mm-hmm. and so when you see a a, a a a bag of rice that says enriched you might as well just go get in the and go in the yard and get the water hose it's the same difference you ain't doing nothing See, that rice that the ancestors used, it didn't go through no processing plant. They grew that rice they sell. They boil that rice they sell. They, they put that water. So, yes, I mean, because, see, you got to remember that the chemical makeup of rice has nice in it. And so, yes, your hair will grow. And it's not going to dry. It's not going to dry out. It's going to have the nutrients. So, yes, it's a big band. Get on the rice water thing and all of this. But go get you some some of that real expensive jasmine rice. Boil that up. Use that. Soak that. You. I I can't say no names of the. But if you see enriched rice, run. Cause it has no value at all. I mean, really and truly, if you get some rice and boil it, some of this enriched rice, you boil it up. If you don't put nothing on it, it ain't got no flavor or nothing. That's so true. what what value could this possibly give you? None. None. So I'm a big advocate for rice water. It, and especially if you have enough sis to use some brown rice, um, some rice that has not been bothered, then yes, you're you're in excellent shape. But just getting some of that old off the shelf. Mm-mm. No, okay. it, it, you ain't you ain't doing no you ain't doing yourself no justice. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific need, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions 
Plus, you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid and I took that leap to talk with someone to later learn that it was going to be okay and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced Better Health therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com BYOK. That's betterhelp.com BYOK because you deserve it. And so another thing like people don't realize like some of the natural things that you can use on your hair um you can get yourself some if if you really want your hair say you got uh issues with dry scalp or dandruff boil you some clothes boil you some clothes like cinnamon clothes no it's it's clothes c-l-o-v-e just regular clothes okay it's it's in the spice aisle in most places but you get you some whole clove you boil it for about you get you about because clove is because it's very very potent you just get you some clove and you boil like maybe eight ounces you're going to boil it down to about four ounces let that cool rinse your hair with that believe me when i tell you all of that itching dry scalp that's going to stop and see when people are scratching their hair they're actually doing damage to their hair the cuticle and the bulba so you know that constant scratching that's how you get the alopecia areata and all that stuff so when we start going back to the natural stuff that we used to use when we were going coming up um it it would make all the difference we didn't have any um now we had we may have had some children with short hair, mm-hmm. but they had short, thick hair mm-hmm. back in the day, and and basically we didn't have bald spots and different things like that. Not until not until the late '90s did we start seeing women their edges were gone, bald spots in the top, and so that came from medication and diet. Mm. and stress levels you know we 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 used to you know i used to joke and tell my children how there really used to be nine to five now you might work a 12-hour shift 16-hour shift and your body doesn't have time to recover it's so much demand on the body and so when we start looking at those type of things we realize that life is not the same so you can't keep treating the body the same as you did when your stress levels weren't as high as they are right you you, you can't you gotta you're you're, de- you're more depleted and we and we are oftentimes working from a, a position of total depletion total depletion and we expect the body to react the way it it, it normally it would it's not right you know because we're we're chemically imbalanced you know and so you know i i want to touch on even the protective styling i want to touch on that because i really need people to understand so just like i was saying in the beginning you plan out your styling i mean you plan out your rest period inside of your schedule you also have to plan out your rest schedule inside of your hair regimen so, so what does that look yeah. like? So that this is what that looks like. So I've been in braids for I've been in braids for four months, right? So now I need to go and make sure that I get a protein treatment. I need to make sure that my hair is completely cleansed. I need to make sure that my scalp is gets oxidation. So this is what I do. I pull my clients out of it and I condition their hair for four weeks. I don't care what else happens. We're going to condition this hair for four weeks. And they have all of these different options where, um, you know, you can put your hair up in a ponytail and you can make yourself um, with the braiding hair. You can make yourself some styles. 
or you can get a clip-on ponytail that you can still go to work, look beautiful, the whole nine yards. But when you go home, you take that joker off, you know, and you let your hair breathe, you know, and those are those are your vacation times. We're not doing braids. We're literally just deep conditioning, blow drying and putting that hair up because that way we, we get a chance to give that hair a chance not to be locked down in a braid. We give our we give our scalp a chance to get some air. And the other thing that we get to do is we get to, um, you know, treat the scalp and the hair, you know, over that month's time. So even if you do go back in, when you come out, your hair is healthy. Your hair is not, you, you haven't gone through this whole bridge of unhealthy, unhealthy, unhealthy. And then the other part is, you know, we do, we have to embrace our natural curl. We have to embrace it. You know, like today, my hair is just up in a bun. It's just pinned up and I know that it, I'm, I'm good. All I have to do is just put some oil on it, go on about my business. If I want to jazz this up, I can, you know, I can make a bump and do the whole, I can do that. And we have that option. And now in our culture, it's way more acceptable than it was once upon a time. Right. And and this is really something I have to, I have to, I have to stress because as black people, as black women, we were told that, oh, you know, and even some of our own make fun of us and they say, well, you're just trying to be white or you don't like your identity and different things like that. But I'm a girl. I'm 54. Proud of it. Praise the Lord. Um, but I remember black women literally standing on courthouse steps in the 70s. I was 10 watching these black women standing on the courthouse steps because they lost their jobs because they were wearing an afro to work or they were wearing braids to work it still hurts my soul to this day watching our women having to fight just to be us mm -hmm. we didn't ask for this transition we were forced into it to a point where even five years ago i'm in the salon and my client she has lots and she works in the food industry and they told her either she's going to get those things out of her head or she was fired. She worked downtown, one of those really uh, big industry, you know, type situations. Mm -hmm. And uh, they told her, if, if you don't get that out of your head, you're fired. And she was very hurt. And I literally had to tell her, sweetie, that's why they make wigs. You work your job for eight hours and you braid this hair down, put that stocking cap on, slide that wig on, put your chef hat on, roll on about your business. But because I think you do that's not even an option that you even has to do that, though, that she just. But can't we do. Yeah, we do. And so uh, that these are the types of things that we're dealing with. These are the types of things that. Um, you know, no matter which way we go as black women, we seem like we catch it because people don't really realize when we're in these big offices, when we're in these meetings with these these people, they expect us, whether they're black or white or whatever color, they expect us to have a certain image. They, they don't they, no, you they don't really want you to come up in there with no cornrows going to the back. You know, you're not going to be well received or taken seriously. And so that those are the dilemmas. And so it hurt my soul to hear our people making fun of and putting down each other because we chose to do certain things with our hair. Yeah. We did we we did them because it was it was a, a necessity. Right. We needed to work. You know, we needed to, you know, uh take care of our families. You know what I'm saying? And so the, the standard was always m a, such a marked difference. You know, I, rem I came up in a time where people used to wear spikes. The other people used to wear spikes and they would be blue and purple. Nobody said a word. But if a black woman had come in with fringe braids in her hair or afro, she was going to be taken into the office or fired. That's true. But I don't know if you've noticed now, um, 
black women are incorporating more color, like different colors in their hair besides the regular blonde and the red. People like wearing mm -hmm. purples and pinks and blues. You know, it's, yes. it's being more acceptable, which which I love. You know. Yeah, and we and we do because you know the thing about it is. Um, like a lot of people don't know this, the hair color industry was not targeted towards us until the late 80s, early 90s. Mm. They didn't have color that would really work with our hair. Mm -hmm. See, color, color has a certain chemistry to it. And so if you don't have the right kind of uh, cover, that's why you had so many um, African-Americans that were running around with orange hair because they didn't, they never, uh, they never, put into the calculation that we have hidden red and so hidden red in our hair it, it makes it very hard to bring that hair up if you're not using the proper product and so they had to learn how to deal with that and so they came up with different chemistries and different things that would you know take eliminate that that red that hidden red that was in our hair and not and not damage it you know and even when we speak of color you know, everybody, anybody with a license can do color. There's two things that people need to know about color. First of all, color is more dangerous than relaxer. Mm -hmm. Color can actually kill you. When they, when they, when they tell you to put that drop behind your ear or in the middle of your forearm, it's for a reason. Because if you have an allergic reaction to color and you put it on your hair, and, and this is for people that, you know, do color at home. You could actually suffocate to death. You could have a, a you could have a, re, a allergic reaction to the product. So, to so severe that you could die. I've never heard anybody dying of a relaxer, but I have heard of people dying from hair color. This is something we need to be and, and because so many people are trying all of these different colors and things. You better know what you're allergic to. You get get the product. It's fine. Get whatever product you're going to get. Do that patch test. Do that patch test on your skin. Do that patch test on a strand of your hair. See what you have to do. Do you have to dial that back or do you need to boost that up? You know, because you could end up dead or bald for the rest of Because I've seen in, in my years, I've seen people put color on their hair and it started smoking. Got them to the bowl. Yes, yes, yes. Got them to the bowl and literally washed their hair off of their head. There's a chemical reaction because some people have a body chemistry that cannot take hair, cannot take hair color. Hmm. Literally sitting there with the hair color and smoke is coming off of the lady's head. That's crazy. And yes, yes. Literally had to wash, hurry up and wash it out. And that's why I see with us, we, we're going to do the patch test. We're going to do it. And the reason for it is because if I go in front of a judge, a judge already knows that I've been, I'm educated to this. Mm -hmm. A judge already knows that I already know the chemical makeup of every, and we have to know the chemical makeup of every hair color product on the market. And so if, if I choose to use something on somebody's hair and, 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 and I'm not knocking um, um, color charm. Color, ch color charm is the bomb. If you know how to use it. That's see, that's straight up color. Like, right. That's straight up color. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the mother of color. That was the color who that was back in the day. Didn't nobody else have color but color charm. But if you don't know how to use that, that's one of those colors you'll run up on and she's straight with it like a lot of the colors they have what we call buffers in them mm -hmm. Claire Raw gonna bring it she bringing it to the table dessert the meat the whole five course meal if you don't know what you're doing messing with that you could literally be sitting somewhere washing your hair down the drain Oh my so God. those are, yeah that's something that we need to know you know that that you know um Hair color ain't just, hair color is extremely dangerous. Extremely dangerous. And I know that I thought relaxers was the worst that can happen to you because I see all of these um, colon cancer um, lawsuits floating online. 
and, and you know, not colon cancer, but it's cancer. People, yeah, yeah, uterine, uterine cancer, yeah, uterine cancers, and different things like that. And you know, and believe it or not, we're just in a time in the season in life where, um, everything is just, I guess, with the social media, everything is like boom. Mm-hmm. But believe it or not, this same lawsuit and this same accusation came out 20 years ago. Oh my. Yeah. Yeah, this is not the first time this has hit the fan. That's the first thing. Um, products have, they've gone in and they've changed products and different things like that. But I'll tell anybody if you got good sense, first of all, you ain't supposed to be using relaxers on a regular basis like that anyway. My clients that do use relaxers, you know, they're on a eight to 12 week regimen. You're only gonna get a relaxer either three or four times a year. You're not gonna be putting this stuff in your head every two months, you know, like they used to do or every six weeks or every four, we're not doing that. Right. So one of the things that um, that took that, that overshadowed, but last two years ago, mm-hmm. um, they, I don't know if you know this or not, but they did the same lawsuit with hair color. Hmm. Yes. Two years ago, they told everybody that if you color your hair, stop coloring your hair because it's caused, it causes cancer. So there's not a lot in our society right now that doesn't cause cancer. I'm not trying to be funny or belittle the situation for anyone. But the reality of it is it's a you have a 50 50 chance that's the reality but i i I know we only have a a couple minutes left and so one of the things that i really really want to address is what do i put on my hair yes i want to address that avino shampoo they have several different kinds that's a that's a product if you're doing your hair at home that's a product that I know you can't go wrong with. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they have several different kinds, but um, your hair oil. If you have dry hair, you want to use some sapphire, sapphire, self-flower oil. It has vitamin C in it. It's sapphire. I can't say it. Sapphire. S-A-F-F-L-O-W-E-R. Is that what that is? That would be, yeah, honey. That's, I'm trying to say it. I, I never can say it. I, I, I never can say it. Um, you, you use that if you have extremely dry hair. Grapeseed oil. Grapeseed oil is tremendous. Um, now, I'm going to tell you that they have this uh, black seed oil. Make sure you get a good one. Honey, I'm talking about your hair, you thinning edges or whatever you got going on. Mm-hmm. You're going to see that first hair come in. And this is something else we need to address. That first hair that come in, as soon as you see that hair is about an inch long and folks start to almost style it. Leave that hair alone. The first hair falls out. That's the hair that pushed its way through. It's baby hair. It's the equivalent of baby hair. Don't go in there styling that fresh hair like it's old hair. Okay. That first that first batch, it's going to fall. You need, if your hair falls out and it grows back, you got six months before you can really start handling it hair. Because that first two, three months, their hair has come through, it's going to break off. It's going to fall off. It's going to shed. Because all it, its only job was to break back through the skin. So um, we want some grapeseed oil. Even for our, our, our conditioners and things, you can get some stuff from your own house. You can get just one of those little 99 cent uh, avocado. I mean, not avocado. I'm sorry. Avocado goes with it. But the aloe leaf, take that joker, pull it open, cut it open, about half of that. Scrape that joker out and, and stir it up real good with a little avocado. Mm-hmm. Put that on your hair. And it, your hair will be soft as butter. You can use that. You can use the aloe as a straight conditioner. So if you're if you're a person with lots of allergies and different things, just go back natural. Go back to the basics. 
Because if you look in your bathroom of all the products that you use on your hair and you realize that I could have, you mean to tell me I could have got a 15 bottle dollar bottle of black seed oil or a $20 bottle or a $50 bottle of black seed oil and I could have stopped all of this that's happening with my hair. Yeah. You know, the, the, the whole thing of the, you know, when, when we put the, um, when we when we put you under a dryer with and people don't understand this if you got issues going on with your scalp you can't really get anything done without it being cleaned people have funguses we can smell them that stinky smell that people have in their hair mm -hmm. that's an indication that they have a fungus when you wash your hair and you know you got a fungus get you a plastic cap just like you do your conditioner Put your shampoo on, wash that first one out, put that second one on, put that cap on and leave it on there for 15 minutes. It will get all of that stuff out of your hair and off of your scalp. You treat your shampoo like you would your conditioner. Just make sure you're using a mild shampoo. That's all the importance of it. And it will get everything out of there. That stinking smell that people have. You, you, I know at some point in your life you smell like, but it, you know, that little, but that's an indicator that somebody has a fungus on their scalp. So if you know that your hair, your hair is stinking, whether you are a man or a woman, especially if you are working in an industry where you wear a hard hat, mm -hmm. you need to be detoxifying at least once a week. Okay. That sweat under that those hats, it that is a breeding ground for fungus. Mm. So you need to you, you need to be doing that. You know, back in the day when people were wearing the curl and the ones who would keep those caps on literally ended up in the hospital having to get their head shaved because their scalp was green. Because mm -hmm. the fungus had actually grew on their, you know, on their scalps. So, you know, these are just things you know keep it simple you know if i had to leave the people with anything keep it simple i love that i love that wow adrian you have um i don't know i feel like i should bring you back for a part two because there's so many other things i feel like that we don't know you know i've learned a lot just within this hour um about um hair that I, I mean in my 40 years I didn't know you know and some of the things I think I've done to thin out my hair a little bit you know um mm -hmm. so what what are your plans in the future are you planning on spreading the word are you planning on helping us black women out with, with our black girls or or with our own hair in the future yeah so what I'm I'm, I'm currently what I'm working on is uh, I'm working on 25 2530 and 2530 is basically this um you come in i'm trying to get people to come in and get their hair washed and conditioned mm -hmm. so if you want to go into a braiding style if you want your child's hair to grow back you know bring them in let them you know bring them in i want it to be and people like you know um if it's too inexpensive it ain't good Times are too hard for us out here who are trying to strive and work. I want people to be able to come in. So yeah, I'm not only that, but I'm developing my product. I'm in with um, I'm in with the scientists and the lawyers to develop products that are going that we can you know distribute and give out. And I need my price point. My price point for my products um, are are going to be fifteen dollars and under. The reason being is because I know I, I make a good product. Um, I've seen the results. I've had friends and family test them. I have cancer patients that have tested them and their hair has grown back. Hmm. But I know I have a good product, but I want people to be able to afford it. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I love that. Yeah. Here, um, first of all, where can people, if they want to book an appointment with you, where can they find you? I'm at 116th, 11638. Uh, South Pulaski and Alsip, Illinois. Mm -hmm. um, and they can reach me at my phone number. It's 773-754-2431. And they can book from there. They can okay. come in and get a free consultation with me. Okay. You know, 
Yeah. So again, 773-754-2431 and they can catch up with me. And, uh, you know, I work with people. I, I really do. I try to make sure, especially for the working mom, they have my heart and the working fathers because these fathers are taking care of their kids too. And and we want to just make stuff available to them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so that's my heart. That's what I do. Um, you know, it's all about community. It's all about um, the self-esteem of our children and our women and our men. Just making sure they're in order. It's not, it can't be about, it can't all be about the money. It's yeah. got to be about the people. It can't just be about profit, which you said earlier is kind of a detriment to some of our hair because we're buying into the hype of the newest product that's out there because yeah. money is yeah. to be made you know in this industry um mm-hmm. here at byok we have a signature question and that question is if you could describe yourself in one word what would it be and why my one word would be love and the reason i would use that word is because Love doesn't judge. Love just accepts and moves forward. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Man, ain't nothing to say after that. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Adrian, I look forward to to your product, your education, whatever you got going on in the future because this is needed. You know, a lot of things, a, a lot of times people just don't know. You know, yeah. so when you are, when you meet someone that has expertise in something and it's like, man, just that simple, huh? Just this little oil here, this little oil there um, can make a big difference. That brings hope because as, as much as people try to ignore it, but hair is part of you. You know, hair yes. can break your mood. It can make and break your outfit. You know, hair mm-hmm. is part of you. And so you want to look nice to feel nice, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's why it's it's so important for me to give back. Mm -hmm. I don't want I don't want young ladies going to school and they don't have to, you know, they're and and be, you know, downcast and broken because of of the hairstyle costs one hundred and fifty dollars. I don't want that. Not only do I not only do I want you to look good, but I also want you to I want you to be able to afford it. But. Mm -hmm. With my girls, you know, that I've, I've had over the years, when they come to me, they toe up. But when they leave me, they got healthy, full, healthy heads of hair that they can do anything with. And I educate them. I educate them on products. I educate them. This is what you buy. I got clients who have, I've, haven't, I've had for, since they were eight, they're, they're 30 now and wow. 40 years old you know and um they they're, they they still do what i say to you know because when you sit in my chair you're not a, you're not just you're not a client you're a human being that needs help and yeah. so that's the that's part of how i share because my clients actually go out and they tell their family members don't do this get this get that and so it's not even about getting people in my chair. It's about get that knowledge out there to everybody that will listen and see the difference that it makes. Yeah. I love see it. I love it. And thank you so much for your time. Like I said, you got to come back. We got to learn more. Uh, oh, definitely. And, so, definitely. <laughs> and for those listening, I know you've learned something. I'm not even going to say if. I know that you've learned something. And if, and if you are in the Chicagoland, Illinois area, Go to Adrian so that she can properly diagnose your hair and don't let people tell you that you need to wash your hair before you come in. I just found out that was illegal. So thank you for that. Cause I'm because I'm like, this is getting <laughs> ridiculous. And they charge you, they charge you full price and you don't even get the the shampoo wash. And the whole purpose of going to get your hair done is to be pampered. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. That's it. This is right. a treat. Right. Yes. Right, so yes. I gotta do work for I come. Forget it. The masseuse don't be like, oh, I want you to rub yourself down before you get here. No, 
You can come as you go and they do their thing. So that should be the same with, with our hair or whatever. But um, yeah. yeah, so until next time, everybody. Thanks again, Adrian, for being on our show. Um, you are so <laughs> And members out there, please remember to be kind to yourself and to each other. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye bye. Affirmations monthly event. I could be out, but art, 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 and affirmations. Basically, what we are doing, or we are painting, and we are affirming. We got goodie bags. We got um, refreshments. We got painting our own little wine glasses. Um, hosted by our friend Mo um, from local local color art studios. I um, she will be hosting that. The um, it's twelve dollars to go however it's going to cover your refreshments art supplies and we're also going to do sister's closet which wow. i've talked about on um the social media sites a yeah, little bit I seen and it. so basically what that is is if you're you have something in your closet and you know you need to purchase we all got stuff in our closet we don't need you would donate five to ten items um at the event and it's free to whoever wants it so okay. you're cleaning your closet and if, yes. you, if you don't want to pick up something in return from somebody else you don't have to but um there was some really cool things that was at our last one and so i'm really excited if you are interested in just me picking something up because you can't make the event um if you go to www.beyourownkind.com uh let me just put this in here it's a link right here where you could just set up a pickup time and i'll pick it up the day before any of the monthly events so okay cool yeah